welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that doesn't know how to play 4D chess and doesn't plan out themselves like they know how to play 4D chess. What the fuck is 4D chess? Um, all I'm going to say without getting too heavily into it is that that's been a, 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 a lot of... Um, political commentary regarding our current situation in the United States and saying that a particular uh, candidate for president is playing 4D chess and that they are, they have this elaborate plan to uh, win themselves the presidency. So that's all I'm going to say. And that's all has really been on my mind for the past week. So I thought, why not put it in here <laughs> instead of something actually funny? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just being a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. What I I feel like every week we're just like, what are you doing? What did you do this week? And it's like eh, nothing. Literally um, nothing. Yeah. It, Thanksgiving was fine. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving <laughs> this week. I had four days off in a row. I tried not to think about work at all, and it was awesome. But that's basically it. So I. I wish I could have had that same like situation, but somebody decided that they really wanted to um, just like really, really, really like wanted to email in um, like, I want to say 26 minutes before we were supposed to log off for the day. And we were also dismissed an hour early. So like they were like, Hey, I need this thing and I need it because by Monday I was like, you realize that, like, no. we're not coming in the whole weekend, right? Like, so you, like, you're lucky that you caught us in time, but also you can't be emailing me six more times because I'm definitely just logging off. What the like, fuck? You will, you will get your response on Monday at the earliest. Like, sorry. Ugh. Um, hey, Steph is back, y'all. Y'all clamored for it. Hi. At least I did. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> that's so sweet. Hi. I'm happy to be back. Yay. Very excited. And Having a guest. We're talking about Shit's Creek season four. Yes. yes. I'm very excited. The birds are also excited. Well, good. They See? should be. <laughs> they should be excited. Um, so yeah, we're talking Shit's Creek season four. So strap in because this is probably going to be a long episode. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, so probably. Just... Okay. So season three, Sherrick, tell us about your thoughts on season three. Uh, season three was like, Hey, um, you know how you hate roller coasters, right? And I was like, yeah. And like, we're not going to put you on a roller coaster. And I was like, okay, cool. And like, we will put you in this vehicle that's going to give you all sorts of secondary embarrassment <laughs> on an up and down scale. And I was like, that sounds like a roller coaster. And they were like, nah, 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 just get in. It's fine. And then I got on and they were like, psych, it's a roller coaster. And I was like, fuck you. I wrote down a couple of moments in season four that I was like, ooh, Shirk's going to cringe hard. Yep. Yep. Me too. Um, but not in a bad way. I want, I want to clarify, of course, not in a bad way. Like, um, uh, I mean, 
to not rehash because you know Amelia and 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 Jenny did a tour de force in explaining all of the best moments of season uh, three on the the last time we talked about Shit's Creek, but like um, the fucking painting was great. Um, I want a small replica of it. Frankie is <laughs> oh agreeing so with annoying. me. Um, um, the painting was great. Uh, Alexis having lice was gross in the best possible oh, God, way. So gross. Uh, I I love that they just find excuses for Mutt to not be on the show because uh, he's just like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing and I'll be gone the whole rest of the season. I mean, he does obviously doesn't say that, but it's like, that's what it feels it like. It does. It feels like um, he's like, this is my door. Goodbye. <laughs> just like, yep. Yeah. Like, fucking see ya. I'm out. Yep. Um, we'll talk about him in a little I, bit. I, good. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. I, I like him as a character. But I also hate him as a character because of his inability to communicate, which y'all have talked about yeah, in mass. Yeah. Um, but like, I was like, my dude, you're going on a trip with this another hot woman. <laughs> like, for the love of God, can you just fucking do it right <laughs> this time? Like, I, I don't know if um, if this is going to become like uh, a thing that gets better or not. Um, but I think that that. that particular part of his character bothers me in a good mm-hmm. way but like it bothers me in that like everyone else seems to be growing except for mm-hmm. Mutt and I'm just like you fucking my dude like this is your third hot woman <laughs> girlfriend that you just happen to like stumble into as a relationship well and imagine how many hot women get it. he probably dated before we met him too you know right. like, do you think true, dated, like, true for sure in town? yes like, that's the impression but like I feel like I feel like I feel like Tennessee, Tallahassee, Tennessee is like the easiest going yeah. of the hot woman that he's dated. So like, can you not Although fuck it up, like, my dude? How like, chill is Twyla though? Going, come on. What'd you say? What? I said Twyla's the most easy. That's exactly what I just said too. I was like, yeah. Twyla is so fucking chill. Well, I, she doesn't I mean, ask yeah. for anything. Yes, Twyla. Well, right. yes, Twyla is chill, but I'm talking about like. Ten, like Tennessee is like a like a, the the most supporting of supporting characters. Like she's literally there to just be like, "Hey, remember, <laughs> Mutt's in a relationship right now." Yeah. So like, yeah. there's there's like no more easygoing than like I'm only here to validate your relationship, which is kind of shitty. But that's I mean yeah. that's what the character calls for, yeah. I guess. But like, there's no more easygoing than like I'm literally just here so that people remember that you are mm-hmm. you are just uh, like incapable of being with it, like anyone but a very attractive mm-hmm. woman but like <laughs> but like you can't even like she she's like hey can we just fucking go up the coast and pick fucking pine cones and he's like i'm gonna make this a complicated <laughs> issue and it's like my dude she wants to go to trees and pick up their seeds like how do you fuck that up like we'll get there <laughs> it's the easiest shit you couldn't be like, hey, I'm going to have this person that I used to bang watch my barn. You cool or nah? <laughs> like, hey, not cool. All right, I'll ask Ted because I didn't bang him. <laughs> like, or maybe I did, but you don't Woo! know. Or wow. like, you could have been like, hey, you could have been like, hey, Johnny Moira, want to stay in my barn? I know it's completely against your thing, but we could make that into a funny bit. <laughs> oh but I definitely. God. She's anything, rewriting the show now. That, yeah. I know. And I also no, I'm enjoy not. how I'm not. much he's talking about Mutt, who is literally like in one episode of season three. Well, that's like well, I think that I think it's because like everything, like like I said, it was an it was an emotional roller coaster yeah. that like 
I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But like that's like the one nitpick oh, that I, I really it. have. Well, it feels like a very so, loose like, end. It's just I like, get that. Yeah, I was very I fixated on him for a yeah. while too when I yes. first watched it. Remember, and Amelia? Amelia had to pull me, think it's... pull me off the ledge. And and we're going to do that again because I need to pull you off of it, I think. Um, yeah, I think we'll so Yeah, too. that's fine. Let's, let's move on. Um, let's move all right. on. So... It was a good season. I really enjoyed it. Um, I love that Alexis barely, barely fucking graduated. Uh, what do you mean barely Ted's graduated? Fu- she... Didn't they say her average was like a 68? No, she got or did higher I miss that? than the class average. Oh, okay. I misinterpreted yes. that. I was like, "All right, cool, you did it." No, 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 no. Um, I, but I she did love the class averages okay. first, and then Ted was like, "No, no, no, you did better than the class averages." So I so see. she did well. Okay. She did good. Sense. Okay, because I was, I was like, I mean, I'm ex- I'm excited for her that she got like a 68, but that's still like barely. Oh passing. right, yeah. Like I don't know what those numbers mean <laughs> because yeah, they sound like failing, but you know, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's where my yeah. brain went. Uh, so I, I apologize for getting that incorrect. No, it's fine. Um, I I loved the the little like the little back and forth like like ver- oh, wordless expressions between Moira and uh, Alexis oh. like the night of the graduation. Oh, so beautiful. Um, the 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 I, I, yeah I, I yeah mm-hmm. a thousand percent beautiful because it was like it's like here's this thing where this like family is like just completely dysfunctional and and rich and trying to survive but like they're actually making yeah. connections and i think that's where i like started to go off toward the ledge, ledge of much because i was like the fuck are you gonna join the party my guy yeah. anyway um <laughs> i love the patrick and uh the patrick and david dynamic uh <sighs> definitely saw it coming a bit of a mile away but that's fine um like it's not a complaint at all, but I was just like, oh, they they going they gonna be making kisses and stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like you're kind that of is a thing that they to, are right? to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was a little bit surprised that like they threw the emotional wrinkle of Patrick being like, I haven't kissed a dude, um, which I really did appreciate. Like, not no shade on that at all. I really did appreciate mm. that. That that changed it for me as opposed to him just being like, um, what the fuck is that dude's name that tried like. Date both him and Stevie at the same time. Jake, I was gonna say Justin. Uh, Jake was just like, "Oh yeah, this is totally cool and cash." And I'm like, "See, the thing is, is that by acting like it's way more casual than it is, you've made it fucking yep. weird." Like, Jake is just so fucking weird. Though. Uh, um, yeah, like okay, because, this is the one time that I'm gonna say something that is like from later, but it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. because it's from later and out of context or whatever. But later, somebody says something about Jake dates everybody and nobody, like. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Because fair, fair, like fair. it's but, nothing to him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can just uh, like Jake reminds me of this kid that I went to high school with that found out that I was Polly and was like, "Oh, I can do that. I'm just gonna like casually date like seven people." And I'm like, "All right. Well, um, what do you want on your tombstone? Because uh, I happen to have one, and I can just carve it for you. It'll be fine. Because you're gonna die." go for it my guy um and it was he was just like oh yeah it's totally fine i'm just like totally cool and i'm totally casual like you want to go on a date and you want to go on a date and i'm like this isn't how it works but okay. um but that's my other <laughs> mini rant over uh but yeah liked patrick and david uh stevie breaks my heart yeah. all the time uh obviously her break breaking down over being given the motel uh 
the one moment I actually had to walk away for a little bit during the season was the fucking bit about the the uh, ashes mm-hmm. when they were like, oh, it was on top of the microwave. I'm like, what have I been using? And I was like, fuck, I got to walk away for a second. These motherfuckers have been using dead people to clean their coffee. I got to go. <laughs> like, it was funny, but I was just like, I like I couldn't get the image of them just being I like. I think that was hmm. one of those comedy moments for me that I just was like, that's not real. Okay, carry on. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, there's certain moments in the show like, that are realism yeah. and certain moments that I'm just like, that didn't happen. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yep, yep, okay. yep. Yep. But yeah, very, very glad and proud of, of how things um, have been unfolding thus far. And I uh, am definitely glad that I, I, you know, I, I honest and for truly for a second after the season was over, I was like, I could start season <laughs> yes, four. Yes, that I really is a feeling that you like, have I to really have. Yes. St- I was like, yep. I was like, fucking, I don't have to tell Amelia that I started season four. I could just do it. Like, <laughs> uh, but I was like, nah, it's fine. Uh, I have way too much shit on to do the one in my hand. Life. Uh, I would have been so excited if you had done that, and on the other hand, I fucking wait every time to rewatch the season right before we record that season. So you can fucking wait too. Damn, <laughs> I I know, and that is why I did not do it. So, um, but if you want more of my thoughts on season three, you can fucking tweet at me or you can email the podcast. We'll give you those links at the end again because you know we want to but i i have way more thoughts but i i feel i can feel the energy radiating off or off of my two co-hosts and if i don't let them start talking about season four i may not live <laughs> to tell about it so yeah i i love what you had to say and yeah i feel like season three is a really big turning point um that by the end of season three we've like gotten some more of these like more emotional dramatic human moments um like there's always been some there but like now we're building to um the point where we've earned that these characters have earned that and as viewers we've we've been watching them grow and and seeing them change and um so yeah so season three ends with um yeah alexis graduating from high school um which that's annie murphy who plays um alexis that's her favorite episode uh because of the moira and alexis moment at graduation which i think is Mm -hmm. so sweet um and uh david and patrick go out on a date and kiss and yeah we find out that patrick has never been with another man before so what does that have to like where's that gonna go well you'll see um (laughs) so we start season four with a classic episode uh dead guy in room four And as you can imagine from that title, there is a dead guy in room four of the motel. Um, an old, an older gentleman has fallen asleep and died in his sleep. And Stevie finds him the next morning, and they have to figure out how to get this out before the rest of the motel guests find out. I think my favorite um, part about this is that the beginning of the episode is like Johnny being like all excited about the motel being sold out and like opening the curtains and then. We internally have excited energy about, like, David and where he's at. And then Stevie comes in and is just like, there's a dead guy. Like, it's just like the mood crusher. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. And that whole scene is great because like David and Alexis assume that someone's been murdered. Um, or I guess they like Moira too, or like they all assume someone's been murdered and Stevie's like Oh fuck. I didn't talk about the Moira Rogan thing. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um and and yeah, so so they have to figure that whole situation out. Um and through the course of the episode you also find out that Moira thinks she's killed him because he had asked her for a painkiller at one point the day before and uh she didn't give him one even though she had a bunch in her purse um and so she's like freaked out that she's killed this guy because she didn't give him fucking Tylenol um <laughs> yeah which is like that's not how this works <laughs> right and there's this really great scene where she shows up to Rosa Apothecary to talk to David about it and David is like, well, now that you've told this to me, am I an accomplice? Could you imagine this in prison? <laughs> <laughs> and it is one of my fucking <laughs> favorite lines. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's that's like the main kind of plot of that episode. But then also um, right away, um, David is telling Alexis about what happened with him <laughs> and Patrick the night before. And she's like giving him shit about it kind of she's like you just leaned over and kissed him and he wanted that like he said he wanted that fall off a bridge please <laughs> one of my, my favorite, favorite insults yes um yeah and then he's like this is the healthiest first day of a relationship I've ever yes been. and i just i wrote that down because we just both love that he immediately is already calling it a relationship Yes, because, so like, so often in TV, when this happens, like, two characters kiss or whatever, there's always, like, this conversation of, like, what is this? What are we doing? And it's just, like, they don't even need a conversation. They right. just know that this is Well, I mean, not just on TV, but, like, I think also in life, too. Yeah. And so I think it's, like, mm -hmm. pretty exciting that David, someone who openly has had, like, a pretty shitty dating life is already like I know this is like something important mm -hmm. yeah and so um uh so yeah so he um he and Patrick have a cute little moment when he shows up at Ugh. the store and Patrick is like oh I've been up since five o'clock I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about last night yes and I love how open he is about it so He's open like, yeah. I wrote that down I was like Patrick is so open with his feelings right off the bat Yep. And David is like a uh, foreshadowing. Um, and <laughs> one thing that we said um, we would talk about was the clothes. So in listening back to the other three episodes, I was like, okay, but like, are we going to talk about the clothes though? Um, so, yeah. So that is your specialty. The clothes so I, in this show in general are freaking incredible. It's one of the best mm. reasons to watch the show, in my opinion. Not mm. the best, but one of the best. So what mm -hmm. I love about this episode is that David is in, like, a very light-colored outfit. It's kind of, like, a pale gray sweater, leopard, with, like, a light acid wash jean. And to me, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, he's feeling, like, light and, like, happy and, like, mm -hmm. like a, a lighter feeling than he's felt in the previous three mm -hmm. seasons. That's how I interpret it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's always worn black and white, but... Um... Yeah, I think sometimes they intentionally put him in, like, all white or all very light yes. um, grays and stuff because 
it's supposed to mean that. And I, there's another point later where he's wearing like all white that um, I think is, is important um, for that same reason. But, you know, I feel to, to quick interject, I feel like David and Johnny are like the two characters that I just kind of seem to like block out from a close, close perspective. Like I never You're really seem to notice, notice what David's they're close. wearing. You will. No, I'm just yeah, saying, no, like, I'm not saying that I won't, but I'm just saying that like even more yeah. noticeable over time, I think. OK. Yeah. Well, I think we both. Yeah. OK. I think we both that's, think that. That's right, a Amelia? fair thing. I just. Yeah. I think I've just always kind of like uh, I've always kind of like. As far as like I've been watching the show, I've been kind of just been like, okay, well, Johnny's gonna yeah. wear a suit yeah, for like ninety nine percent of the time. Um, uh, Dave, David's gonna wear something like very trendy, and so like I just don't think about mm-hmm, like sure. what it is, you know? Like I yeah. just go, okay, like the the one thing like the, as far as clothes are concerned, I think I pay attention to like Roland, Roland. Jocelyn, and then like you pay Moira's attention wig. to Roland's like, clothes. <laughs> Gross! No. Well. Yeah, because I, I feel like just for me, I'm like, how else are they going to make him look like a slob okay, with, with sure. different clothes? Like that, I think that's his fucking leather. Jacket. No, what you have to understand is that, <laughs> yeah, brown long, yeah, leather, like trench coat. I was like, what else are they going to pair with that oh fucking brown jacket? Yeah, so um, I'm I, I'm not as good. Uh, like nowhere, I'm miles, 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 miles behind Steph in terms of fashion, but I'm starting to get there. Uh, but like you have to also have to understand that like. I've seen Chris Elliott play this kind of character so often that like I it's like I have to like I zone in on it, I guess, when he's on. So like I'm like, how is he going to do this differently? Because I've seen him play like the gross, like slightly incompetent, like I'm going to also be a coward on top of things kind of character in like a bunch of movies in How I Met Your Mother. Like it's. It's a thing that he does very, very well. So I think that I just kind of just go, yeah, Chris Elliott's going to roll in shit. It's fine. Uh, what is he wearing? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. So we'll talk because I feel like especially David's fashion becomes more important this season. Yes, so we'll agreed. talk about that as we right. sprinkle through. Yes. Um, but I just but love yeah, so... like the morning that he shows up the store. So it's like the morning after they had kissed like this moment, like when yeah. he opens the door, there's just this like energy between the two of them like seeing yeah. each other and it's just like this like yeah. excited like, well, like... happy energy but like it's not nervous it's not like oh are we like was that weird it's not like that at all which it could be do you know what no. I mean like it yeah. could be like it's like a little tentative I think because they're like we're not sure what to do yeah now, a little bit but it's not I guess it's not as tentative as it could be because like I think because right. partially they're both like smiling right away, and like Patrick right away is yeah. just like, right. I've been up all well, night. Yeah, I think it's, I think it is tentative, at least for David, because he does say like right away he's like regrets, and Patrick is like, oh my god, no, yeah, that's true. Um, why would you ask that? And he's like, it's just a habit to ask, sure. which just like that's why that moment's important because it just, um, it reminds you of of David's past and how shitty his dating life has been that he he has a habit to ask people if they regret kissing him yeah um can relate (laughs) so um and then they have like a misunderstanding um because david can't stay at the motel that night because they need his room for um guests because they're sold out and they can't get the dead body out fast enough (laughs) 
so he's like can i stay with you and patrick is like uh this is all really new for me and we need to take things slow and he's like no that's not what i meant yeah it's like a whole thing moira like interrupts and whatever and so by the end of the episode they figured it out and he's like i didn't mean it like that like i just i needed some other place to stay but i get it like it's you know it's cool um and 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 it's like um He's just kind of like, it's fine because this is new for you, but it's also sort of new for me, too, Mm -hmm. because, like, I've never really dated anybody that I cared about and respected and thought was nice. Um, And so it's like we're both starting something new. And it's just a really sweet moment. Yeah. Um, So cute. Yeah. So then we go from that episode yeah, to the and next episode. Sorry, one thing. Um, uh, yes. I personally, like, as a person who's, like, rewatched these clips thousands of times, um, I personally think their second kiss is even more exciting because it's, like, Patrick is the one that initiates it. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it, like, yeah. a big moment for him because you can kind of, like, see him yes. be like, okay, I can do this. You know, like. Yep. Yep. So, anyway, carry on. Yep. Yeah, so then we go to the next episode, and I feel like some time has passed. We don't, I don't know how much. Not tons, but a little bit. It feels like not least. the next day, though, yeah. No, it's not the next day, but it's probably been at least a couple yeah. weeks, because we went from, like, I need to take things slow to, like, they're making out in the back. Right. We're <laughs> making out on the table at... Okay, it's not like... Okay, Basically. it's not like that. It's, like, sitting like on the such... table, not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that next episode, one of the first scenes is David is sitting on a table and Patrick is putting cream on his face, like eye cream on his face. (laughs) Um, And then they like kiss like several times in between and it is super cute. And then later in the episode, Stevie catches them making out in the back room. (laughs) And they're complaining about how like, well, Patrick lives with Ray. Mm -hmm. Uh... So he's renting a room with Ray, um, who really likes to chat, and the hotel has been, like, sold out, so they literally have no privacy. And Steve is like, well, I, you can have my apartment for the night. And they're like, that's what? And David thinks that there's a catch. David thinks that, <laughs> thinks that there's a catch because it's Stevie. Mm-hmm. And Patrick is like, wouldn't that be weird mm-hmm. because you two have? And they're like, oh, God, no, no, we've never done that there. I st- and then she's like, I still live with her. <laughs> yeah, it's like a very <laughs> obvious, <laughs> like, this is not a thing. Like, yeah, whereas, like, maybe, you know, season two, you're still like, is this done? Like, kind of, you and Rachel talked yeah. about. Like, I right. feel like in season three, it's very, like, ew, gross. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, oh, God, yeah. no, I still live there. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So they, uh. They spend the night at Stevie's place because she claims she's going to a spa. Mm-hmm. But what you find out is that actually she's been dating Jake this the whole, time. whole time. So and hiding it, or just and or what did she say? Oh, I just didn't mention it. <laughs> right, I yeah. Um, and so he shows up My to heart. pick her up, and and she's like, "I told they, you not to just, come in." <laughs> Right, and just goes right up and kisses David and is like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And Patrick is, like, freaked to the fuck out. He just, out. like, He's is like, like what is this guy? Yeah, 
He's like, yeah, he's just standing there, like, with this look on his face, like, what the fuck is happening? And David is acting really awkward and whatever, and was like, so, you know, giving us your place is not because you were harboring a secret and you felt guilty. No, okay. And um, so they finally leave, and Patrick's like, so what? (laughs) And he's explaining, like, that they both dated Jake, and then he offered them the you know, to be together, all of them, and that they said no. Um, And he's like, but apparently Stevie didn't hold up her end of the agreement. Um, And he's only mad about it because she lied about it, not because he wants to be with them. Right. Um, I love that you said not because he wants to be with them, (laughs) which is accurate. Yeah. Well, wants to be with them, either one of them, together, whatever. Um, And so... You know, so Patrick's kind of freaked out by it, but then he's like, "Okay, I get it," or whatever, and um, and he's like, "Well, we only have the apartment for one night, so like, let's lock that up." Um, yep. And and David says something about, "Well, we didn't even talk about your history." And then he's just like, "Yeah, we'll just like, lock it up. Yeah, we're locking it up." So like, it's funny in the moment, but later it will become yep. important. Um, and then the other thing that happens in this episode is that Johnny finds a pregnancy test in Alexis's bathroom. So for the whole, like half of the episode, we all think that Alexis is pregnant. Turns out it's Jocelyn who's pregnant. So, you know, that's not weird at all. <laughs> yeah, that um, whole scene and like really- the fact that like, hmm. You would like be like, oh, can I quick use your bathroom and like take a pregnancy test in someone else's? Like, it's just all very strange. But yeah, that's it's what a happened. very strange moment because she's like, I just couldn't wait. I so I asked Alexis if I could use right. the bathroom or whatever because she stopped there to drop something off for Alexis. Um, Which you're just like, I'm how like, long was she in there though? Because like you have right, to wait for those things. I don't know. It's well, kind of a weird in the first episode. Thing. In the first episode. Stevie tells Johnny, like, yeah, Roland lives down the street. Well, right. That's like, why the whole thing is so there. strange. But it obviously makes it's for, so like, stupid. a hilarious, it's... hilarious. Right. It's just a hilarious moment to think that Alexis is yeah. pregnant. Because um, they all freak out about it. So, um, And then one of but... the best lines is David saying, I'm sorry I'm not a condom. Because Moira was like, <laughs> why didn't you protect her from this? Or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. No, Johnny was like... You, you know, you know what's going on with Alexis better than anybody else. I can't believe that you let this happen right. or something. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm not a condom. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay. Um, God, we could just talk about, like, each Oh, I have, like, notes about, like, what Alexis wore in this episode. <laughs> I'm just not even gonna. Yeah. I'm just not. No, but no, no, no. Um, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So then... I would say, like, when I take notes about seasons, I generally take notes about each of the four main characters and kind of where their journey goes and how they've grown, since that's kind of what we're trying to focus on the most. Um, And I would say that, like, in some ways, um, this season is, like, very David and Alexis heavy in terms of growth. Um, and I would say too that in some ways they had kind of the most growth to to have yeah. because they grew up with yes. money, they grew up with all that Agreed. stuff. Whereas Johnny and Moira at least 
had lives before they were super Mm -hmm. rich. So, like, even though they don't want to be here and they don't want to be poor, um, I think... Well, and they're also, like, just growing into their own. Like, obviously, they're not, like, teenagers Mm -hmm. or anything. They're older than that. But they're still Mm -hmm. at the point of their lives of, like, okay, who do I want to be, you know? Right, because they've never had to really Not that anyone can't do that at any age. At any time, right. Yeah. So, you know, what I sort of wrote about um, Johnny and Moira, I feel like we can kind of go through pretty quickly. But um, so by the end of season three, Johnny has entered into a partnership with Stevie for the motel. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Mm -hmm. and oh, I should say Alexis goes yeah, to community I was gonna say college. Yeah, I going to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. So Alexis goes to community college to learn about marketing and mm-hmm. PR and communications. Um, and so she decides that she's going to help Stevie and Johnny with the motel, like to promote it. Yep. Um, so comes up with this whole like, we're going to take these pictures and we're going to update your website and because you don't really have one right now. Yep. And um, we're going to do all this stuff. And um, as they're trying to do that, Stevie kind of freaks out. And um, she has this moment where she's like, well, maybe I don't want to grow the business because the more we grow the business, the more money we make and the more money we make, the sooner you guys yep. leave. And she's like, we're um, going to grow it to a point where like, mm-hmm. you're going to leave and I'm going to have to handle it by myself, basically. Yep. Yep. And Johnny is like, why do you think that like, we wouldn't make decisions together. Um, like, this is a partnership. And she's like, can I get that in writing? Right. And she's like, your wife only talks about leaving every day. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, we can do that. Um, and so they decide to rename the motel, the Rosebud Motel. Um, because Rose and Bud. Um, yes. Makes sense. And uh, they surprise her with that. Um, and it's a really sweet yeah. moment. The whole I, family I and Stevie standing there, like, looking up at the sign. and Yeah. And it's really cute. And then they go they go to dinner or something. Um, and I really love that moment because as they all walk away one by one, with Stevie still standing there looking at the sign, like, David is the last person to leave. And he's, like, looking back at her with a smile on his face. And it's just so sweet, like, their friendship. Um so mm-hmm. yeah. Um and then as far as the motel goes, uh Roland <laughs> now that Roland is about to have a baby. <laughs> oh god. Um <laughs> I know. I need a minute. <laughs> I know, right? Um No, nah, it's fine, go on. You know, like it's so interesting. But in some ways I could see Roland being a really good yeah, dad. I agree, actually. Um especially because like with Jocelyn like I I think he would be a terrible single parent um but uh remind me because this is uh, this I I I think I divorce Mutt from Mm -hmm. the other shit so much Mm -hmm. because they are rarely seen together was that like a um yeah is is Mutt Jocelyn and Roland's baby or is that like a different I like like to say um what did I say you know, Jocelyn's having her second baby at 42 and Mutt's about 37. Yeah. Because that's how it <laughs> visually looks between the two of them. But. Yeah, because the actor who plays Mutt is much older than he's supposed yeah. to be, I think. 
Um, well, sometimes so the math is a little season, like, wait, how old yeah, are they? The time in this show is a little wonky. Hey, listen, I'm I'm a fan of like Power <laughs> Rangers, so like people looking older than they like or people being older than they yeah. actually should be so doesn't I, we bother assume, me. I assume that they had my, like right out yeah. of high school. Um, they were pretty young, and, and so now, now she's, she's definitely like like in her 40s. in her forties, having uh, another baby, having another baby. Um, so yeah, so Roland is like, I need more money because of the baby um and so he pitches himself to work at the motel um doing um like odd jobs and and cleaning up the rooms and this and, yeah this will work you know, out fixing things incredibly and, well yeah You're not i mean wrong. it's basically what you imagine. it's basically they're it's like basically. okay here's the to-do list and he's like but i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah he's like i don't want to do any of this stuff basically until johnny is like before you said any of that and you said that he was going to start working at the motel, I immediately yeah. knew because, again, I know yeah. Chris Elliott's um, characters. Until Johnny is like, well, then I guess maybe this won't yep. work out or whatever. And he's like, no, I want to clean a toilet. I'll clean yep, the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, and then there's an episode uh, kind of midway through that I think is sort of important. It's like not a huge important storyline when I'm watching and that I get super into, but as I was thinking about it in terms of growth and stuff, there's an episode in the middle of the season where um, he's cleaning the rooms, Johnny's cleaning the rooms, and Moira's like, oh, it's, you know, we were supposed mm-hmm. to have lunch together, and he's like, oh, I gave Stevie the day off. Um, I you know, I need to clean the rooms. And she's like, well, this feels like the old Rose video days where, like, I didn't see you very yep. much, basically, is what she's saying. Um, and he's like, well, I'm really sorry. And she goes to a Jazzagal's rehearsal. Um, and he shows up and he's like, you know what? You're right. Like, I can't do that again. I have to, like, um, break this habit that I had of, like, working yep. too much, basically, and not seeing my family. Um and so I, that to me, that's like a really important yeah. I agree, moment actually, for them. Um, yeah, and then as far as Moira's sort of arc of the season, um, in episode three called Asbestos Fest, <laughs> <laughs> is an annual. Um, I think it's annual, uh, which is really sad. Variety show, I guess that the that the town puts on. Um, to raise money to rid the town of asbestos. That's what I mean by it's really um, sad. Is that like how long has this been going on that it. they're still yeah, dealing yeah, yeah. with the asbestos? Um, and they've booked Moira as the headliner yep. of this event. So one of my favorite um, things about this episode is it kind of like starts this arc that goes throughout the season of Jocelyn starting to push back on Moira. Because, like, for mm-hmm. two seasons, they've developed this friendship where it's, like, Moira's going to be ridiculous and say, like, ridiculous things and just do whatever she wants and Jocelyn's just going to be nice, you know? And I feel like this episode and the rest of the season, she's mm-hmm. like, I'm pregnant and I'm not having it. And she's just like, Moira, yeah. get it together. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Because Moira can't decide what number she's going to do and she's then she's chosen. not happy with which one she's going to do. Yeah. And, and Jocelyn is like, I need you to pick right. one. And you're finally like, oh, um, Jocelyn's going to gonna get mad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
um but still in a very like yeah way. but it's like refreshing it. that it's like she's that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right um so yeah so she has chosen to do a number uh about of a play that she was in about patty hurst um and when david finds out that this is what she's going to do he's like wasn't that a cast of 30 and he's like and she's like yes but <laughs> as your father said 29 dead weight so i'm gonna do the whole thing and he's like oh god this is not gonna turn out well and by the end of the day she's freaked yep. out and is like i've taken on more than i can handle this was too it kind of reminds me of um, the wine commercial mm-hmm. thing where she's just she yes. starts to panic yeah starts to panic um and and so at the end of the episode, David finds her laying in his bed because she's been rehearsing in their room for some reason. Um, and she's like, you can't expect me to have made it all the way to my bed. <laughs> um, and he's like, <laughs> what if we did the number? And what you find out, which is just the sweetest thing to me. I love it when David does something nice and pretty selfless. Yeah. Because in this case, it's this um, Christmas medley that they would do every year at their Christmas parties um, back in the day. Um, And when they start doing... You're going to be full cringe on this, babe. Just full cringe. Oh, yeah. You just got to lean. Johnny and it's like, oh, my God, is this the number? And then Patrick shows up and she's telling him, like, you can't unsee something like this. Well, and um, I love watching and Alexis, watching Patrick, watch, watch the number. It. It's just so yes. great. Yes. Because Patrick is just enamored like, with the whole oh thing. Oh my God. He's like enamored, but he's also like I'm filling that bank with things I can make oh, yeah. David yeah. later. <laughs> totally. Because that's part of their yeah. dynamic is that <laughs> Patrick is kind of a troll sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes um, I definitely want to um, talk about this outfit because this is one of my favorite David outfits. He's wearing this like very yes. eccentric, like dark floral pattern, like head to toe yes. matching sweater and pants, and it's beautiful. Yes. It's Givenchy. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, and it's a black black sweater and a black pair of pants with white floral, um, and. Not intended to be worn together, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because the shades are, like, ever so slightly off because they're two different fabrics, you know? And they probably match fine, but then once they're under the spotlight, then they kind of don't. But I think it's it's a a lot, lot, but I think it looks fantastic. But it's so fucking great great. because it's so perfect. Um, Yeah, so it's it's a pretty funny scene, but yes, super Super cringy. So cringe. Um. And then a couple episodes later, getting back to Moira a little bit, um, there's an internet uh, rumor that Moira is dead, um, you know, as celebrity death hoaxes happen. Um, And my favorite part about this Mm -hmm. is that um, they've gotten up in the morning and you hear Alexis in the next room going, Mom? And she's like, in here. And she comes in and she's like, the internet says you're dead. (laughs) And they're like, what the fuck? Um, and David comes in and is like looking oh, up honey. at his mother and then down at his phone, like confusedly. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and then he's like, well, doesn't it help matters that Alexis just tweeted like goodbye to a great actress with a 
sunglasses emoji. And she's like, I'm wearing sunglasses because I'm in mourning, David. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. It's so fucking stupid. So the whole episode, they're getting like flowers and gift baskets and stuff because people think that she's dead. Um, Although uh, the sad part to Alexis is that she's not even trending. Um, (laughs) um, Oh, Lord. and Someone yeah, help. so then, and then what, what replaces her death as the main story on the internet is um, uh, a YouTube video where a gi- giraffe and a kitten are best friends, and the giraffe has stepped on the kitten and killed the kitten. <laughs> I love that little plot point because it's like totally something that everyone would so be brilliant. Yeah, because then at the end of the episode, like David goes like, oh my god, Cuppy died, and like they're more upset about that than. <laughs> um, and Moira is like, well, of course he stepped on her, like, and people yeah. just they all uh, Alexis and David both look at her like, do not. <laughs> yeah, do not. That's offensive. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then, but otherwise, I mean. Moira just is kind of doing what she does. She goes to town council. She goes to jazz yeah. gals. Um, and there's an episode later that, think... like, essentially what you get out of it is Moira finally, like, verbally acknowledging how important the jazz gals are to her. That's all I wrote down for yeah. that. It's like a thing with, like... Mm-hmm. Well, I think we can yeah. talk about it. That um, it's the same episode where Johnny... Is working like, too much. Has... It's yeah. working too much, and he shows up at jazz, the jazz gals to spend time with her. Like, yeah, and they they let him into the to the group for the day, um, and it's really great. Um, and they all go get drinks afterwards, and Moira goes like, "This was really great, and I'm glad that we're spending time together." But what I've realized is that like being with you and being with the jazz gals are like two of the only things yeah. that I have to look forward to in this right. life. Um, and that when I start combining them, it like, it's yeah. too much. Like I, and that conversation, um, the fact she actually like says that with like grace, which like is not always her yeah. strong suit of like how she set, how she right. delivers things. So the fact that like, she very right. gently is like, it was really great to spend this day with you, but like, please don't infiltrate like my jazz gals thing. Like that's my own thing. Right. Kind of. Yeah. That's, that's my thing that I need outside mm-hmm. of yeah. family. Um, so I, I, yeah, I really love that moment too. Um, and then um, she, I feel like she and Alexis have a similar situation to when um in season three when david says that he wants to start the store and she's kind of like no Mm -hmm. i don't think you can do that or whatever um that later in the season the town council is voting on um who to give a grant to um that people have applied to get this arts and culture grant and alexis has a plot well wants to apply for it um to do a singles night um and Moira is just like no 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 like whatever um like that's too much you can't do that and this is like right after she's I was gonna say graduated from college but she hasn't because she's literally only been in college for like 
four months. Um, but she must. Get, well, she like, gets a certificate, a certificate remember? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And she actually yeah. says so like, like getting my certificate. So I think it's just probably that yeah. level of college yeah. that she did. Right. So she gets some sort of certificate in marketing and pubic relations. <laughs> That's what the college Oof. wrote on the certificate. <laughs> oh, man. This college. Okay. Elmdale College. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so she uh, wants to apply for this and Moira basically tells her no. Um, and then Moira goes to town council saying that, like, she thinks we should start, a, a, like, a sculpture garden or an art garden of some sort. And um, the the rest of the town council is like, I, how would we do that? Like, that's why would anybody want that in this town? And where would you get all of this expensive art? And then she uses mm-hmm. Alexis's example of the singles week that Alexis has based her idea on that happens in Ireland every year. Um, and is saying how, like, that put this tiny town on the map the way that the her garden could put Shit's Creek on the map. Um, but instead, the town council is like, no, we like that idea. Let's do singles week. So that's what they vote on. And she goes back to Alexis and says, like, oh, the town council wants you to do, like, PR and marketing and stuff for their event that they decided on and, you know, has to explain what it is. And Alexis is like, well, you stole my idea. Um, and also, I was pitching a singles night, not a whole singles week. So now she's like planning this entire yeah. week because, of course, Moira is not going to plan this. No, entire she's week. like trying to be like, you'll help me with it, like that Moira is in charge of it. But it's like, right. obviously, it's pretty clear that Alexis does everything. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, there's an episode later where Moira and Johnny go to this like uh, matchmaking oh, event yeah. somewhere. Um, as like research that that plot line is whatever yeah. I feel like but it, it does mm-hmm. show that Moira that does she is some doing something I guess yeah yeah that's that's why I think it's important um, and then also part of the, part of Alexis's arc as we move towards that um, is that uh, she has feelings yep. for Ted which we kind of saw coming at the end of season three um and then in right. the early episode of the season um she is helping david with vendor yep. visits um and one of the vendors is heather warner uh ted's girlfriend um so they but she doesn't know until they get there and is like david this is you know ted's new girlfriend or whatever and it's super yep. awkward um and ted is there and it's yeah, it's just really super awkward. Um, but Alexis handles it pretty gracefully. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and even and even gets Heather to agree to um, an exclusivity deal, which is what David yeah. wanted. Um, was that the Rosapoth carry would carry her stuff exclusively? So Alexis does a really good job okay. of like yeah. helping um, in that situation. Um, but on their drive home. I love talking about it and yeah and David says you're in love with him aren't you and she goes yep yep and just like looks out the window (laughs) but at least Um, she's like like, yeah admitting it at that point and like yeah Mm -hmm. knowing Mm -hmm. that that's where Um, she's at and then there's 
there's an episode I can't I think it's before this actually there's an episode where um Moira comes in and is like oh I saw Ted it's the and one some right before beautiful yep. woman at the cafe and like the whole time that she's talking about it David's in the background with the face like, it's just like shut stop. up shut up shut up um and then Alexis gets so upset mm. that she like leaves mm. to go on a run even though she's in a dress but you're heels. in a day dress um, I know <laughs> And David is like, I have never heard someone say so many wrong things consecutively in a row. <laughs> um, and explains, like, and she's like, how am I supposed to know that she's still, like, hung up on Ted or whatever? That was years ago. And he's like, a year. Um, and, and he's like, she is right back yeah. in it. She convinces Twyla to go to the bar with her that night. Um you know, to get back out there. Um, but phrases it in such a way that's like, Twilight, you need to get back right. out there. So we're going to go to the bar and I'm going to be your wing person or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though that's not what it's about at all. Um, and Moira drives them. Um, and she's she really this, supportive. Yeah, there's like this part she's... when the girls are getting ready that she like makes this like really beautiful speech about like, oh, how you're young, like to Twyla, quote unquote. And you, like, deserve yeah. all the happiness or whatever. But she's, like, looking directly at Alexis mm-hmm. when she's saying it. And it's, like, a really... Mm-hmm. And Twyla is Twyla. So she, she's like, like, oh, thank you, Mrs. Takes it. <laughs> like, whatever. Which is yeah. fine. But it's, like, it's so this great, like, right. mother-daughter moment where she's like, I really do want right. you to be happy. Right. Um, and then before they get out of the car to go to the bar, Moira's, like, giving them advice about, like, how to nab a guy, basically. <laughs> Um, and she's like, do you know who the last person I used that move was? And you expect her to say Johnny, right? And she's like, John Cougar Mellencamp. (laughs) And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then she's like, but do you know who drove me home that night? Mr. Rose. Um, it's really sweet. And, and then at the end of the episode, um, Twyla has found somebody to go home with. And uh, there's a guy that's been looking at Alexis all night, and she gets up, and you think she's going to go over to him, yep. but she doesn't. She just she leaves definitely. the bar um, and calls calls Ted, um, mm-hmm. who doesn't answer. Um, and she hangs up, and she just kind of stands there. And then Moira comes out of the bar because she got bored waiting in the car and went inside and got some drinks. So now she's drunk, and Alexis is fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, Alexis is saying there's just nobody in mm-hmm. there for me. Um and and Moira gives her this cute little thing about how like um yeah, that like that night that she was talking about earlier, yes, Mr. Rose drove her home, but do you know why she was hitting on other guys because he was with somebody. Um and she's like I knew that there was something there between us and I just had to wait. Yeah. Um, and it took a year and, and Alexis is like, holy yeah, shit, like, I'm not doing like, that. I don't want to yeah. wait that long, but it's this really sweet <laughs> moment of being like, if it's worth it, it's worth yeah. waiting for, um, and being very supportive. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love those, those mother daughter moments, uh, that we get more of. And, um, then I love the moment where <laughs> they're walking towards the car and Alexis is like, um, 
I'm going to drive. And Amora's like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> like, she's drunk and she's slurring, like, that's yep. a good idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, besides that with Alexis, I mean, yeah, she's basically in love with Ted for the season. Um, and not sure what to do with it. She goes to college and gets mm-hmm. her certificate. Um, she does. She starts doing that PR for the motel. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, decides on the name change. And um, she creates her own business when she's finished her certificate called Alexis Rose Communications. Um, and there's this episode where... Um, she runs into somebody from her. Oh, old life. I love that! Um, like those, yeah. That yes. whole plot line. So this old friend Claire, uh, spelled K L A I R because of course it has to be spelled stupid. Um, I mean, if that's your name, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, she's with these other people. I mean, let's she's just point out Amelia said that shit. I ain't saying nothing. Um, and they're dressed, you know, Coachella yep. chic. Yeah, that's the perfect way of describing it. <laughs> um, and they're staying in Airstreams. Ooh, um, and I just hate touring, that. Touring random stuff in throughout the country or whatever. And, like, you can tell that it's just this, like, we're yep. rich people, like, just, just being tourists in in small town yep. North America or whatever, like basically um, because of how like ridiculous and She's random. like, we have airstreams up the road. Is. Yeah. Which um, is such a rich person orders, thing to have. At the cafe, she orders hot water. She's like, I need water that's hot, but then you have to let it cool down before I have it. I just need to know that it was it, hot. That it was once, once hot. And then when Twyla brings the water out to her, she's like, oh, no, I know I yeah. didn't order this. She's And then my favorite part um, of so that anyway. scene is she's like, sorry, I'm the worst. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, you literally yeah. are the <laughs> yeah, worst. She says that. But yeah, so she runs into Alexis and it's like, oh, my God, babe, like, it's been forever. I can't believe we have, like, I haven't heard from you and like, whatever. And like, oh, this must be where you live. I don't know why I didn't put that together and like all this stuff and um, at one point runs into her again outside the motel and it's like, actually, I have a job for you. Do you want a junior level marketing position at my company? Which, can you imagine what Claire's company is like? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, and well, I don't, like, it's not her company. It's tomorrow. her dad's friend's company. Oh, okay. But still, can you imagine um and she's like yeah you can live at my dad's house he hasn't lived there in like 15 years i think he started another family <laughs> yeah there's a lot of really great like and she's like, and- oh no yeah. and then she's like i mean my stepmother lives there but she's two years younger than, than us and she's totally chill <laughs> oh my god it's so funny so then uh, so then she's like meet us at the bar tonight Ooh. um you should come have drinks with us or whatever and Alexis is like, okay, maybe. Um, and so yeah, she's thinking about like, it all day. But, like, in all of these like, scenes, like, one job? of the, like, constants throughout is, like, this Claire person constantly, like, talking about her friend Albany, who's on the trip with her. Like, she's, yes. she's seen, like, you don't even know which one she is, but there's, like, the group that's with her, no. like, in the background and every, and she, like, gestures yeah. and she's like, Albany, yeah. and she, like, talks about her in all of these scenes, like, really shitty. Like, she says she really nasty so things much. about her friend. And she's like, right. And she's like, keep this, 
keep this job on the down low. Yeah, we, we have, have to fire Albany. And then first. she, like, later she's like, oh, yeah, like, Albany's buying. So, like, get whatever you want. And then she's like, it's her birthday. And then, like, later she's like, we can ditch her. It's fine. Like, she's just, like, really mean to her yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. There's one point, too, where she's like, spoiler alert, we still hate her. Yeah. But she's, like, <laughs> on a cross-country so trip awful. with this person. So it's just like, okay, so right. you're horrible. Yes. Yeah, the whole time you're just like, this person is terrible. Um, and and Alexis checks out. Oh, spends the day, like, just trying to decide does she want to take right. this job or not. Um, and, and I think that that mm-hmm. is really important because it shows um she has these interactions with claire and i think she does sort of realize like oh this person's yep. kind of awful yeah um, she doesn't say it but she doesn't need to she doesn't say it but you kind of get it that by the end of the episode she's like that's how i used to be and that's i yeah. don't want to be that anymore Definitely. um like i said she never says that but it's just kind of implied um and at the end when she goes to meet her at the bar she's like oh i'm taking off and then realizes that there's nobody at the motel um and walks outside and finds the box of business cards that she's just bought for her new company um alexis rose communications and she goes to the bar and tells claire that no she's gonna stick around here for a little while longer um and not take that job and and it's it's very yeah. sweet and the best part is that um, claire's just like what what job and you're just like, yeah. Alexis has been thinking about this all day, like trying to make like a really important decision. <laughs> and this person just is like, mm-hmm. just said something off the cuff and like, doesn't even remember. Doesn't right. care. Yeah. Right. And then she's like, oh, we should so, like, it can't be this long until we see each other again. And she's like, don't worry, it won't be. And then she, you get the idea of like, I just won't see you again when she walks away. Yeah. Like I almost yeah, and it's like this again, really so like powerful moment long. of Alexis being like, "Yeah, I'm leaving that yeah. behind." Yep, it's yeah, it's really great. Um, so, um, so then yeah, she Yay. spends the last few episodes of the season preparing for Singles Week, um, and uh, spends a lot of time with Ted, uh, putting together this puppy adoption event for Singles Week, and people kind of point out that like. That it did a lot of time, right? It did not need to take this long to plan. Like, here's some dogs to Um, adopt, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then she is having a meeting with all the singles week volunteers, and um, they need to find a new venue for one of the events. You see, Mutt has come back, um, and offered his barn for the place, um, and so yeah so we go most of the season without seeing what the again. entire season you go um, the entire season until the entire episode season. 12 and then he <laughs> yep and then he comes back um <laughs> i think this must be episode 11 because it's not sing the singles oh you're right it's episode 11 before yep i wrote down i'm yeah. sorry Sherk will um, love this joke i wrote a wild mutt appears Come on, you're supposed to laugh um, more at that. Uh, <laughs> I was very proud of myself when I wrote that. Um, I did. Okay, sorry. And so um, he has offered his place, but he's like, but it needs to get cleaned up because somebody didn't check in on it like they were supposed to. And I had to evict a family of uh, raccoons from the barn. Um, 
So she shows up to the barn to uh, quote unquote help him clean up. She's which not, you gonna know help, she's yeah. not going to do. Um, and you find out that he and Tennessee broke up like yep. almost right away. Um, that they get to their destination and they basically broke up. And she's now married to the guy with the pine cones. I don't. Whatever. Sorry, Sherry. Um, there was there was no growth on that part of name? Mutt's uh, oh, story. Oh, well, shit then. I don't know. I don't remember, but his moonshine. Oh, yes, moonshine. moonshine. I mean, also <laughs> like. petal. Um, so, yeah. Tennessee so moonshine. Okay, yeah. I don't know what he's nope. been doing since then. I guess just traveling it on It seems his own. like he's. Um. Just been tooling around, right. yeah. Um, Which is probably best. Says, like, like it was actually really great to just like speak our truths and and um, tell each other the truth about our how we felt and how this wasn't working out and whatever. And um, and then he says something about how like um, or I can't remember. One of them says something about the fact that they're both yes. single. I think it's um, him. He's definitely giving like, off vibes, you know, like major vibes yes. in this scene. Right. And then he leans in to try to kiss her and she's like, no, right. what are you doing? I love that for her. Um, love that journey for I, her. I love that too. Yes. Like, I love that, that she's like, that was not, that you are not who I'm yeah. supposed to be with. Well, like, and it's like. It's not even just a like, I'm in love with Ted. It's also just a like. Right. We tried was, that. It didn't like, work. We tried this, and it was important, and it was meaningful, but it is not yeah. going to happen again. It shouldn't happen again. Um, and so, yeah, Mutt does not – I don't know if he learns a lesson from that, but he hadn't learned any – he hadn't learned enough up to that point. Um, and spoiler alert, this is the last time we ever see Mutt. Yeah, this is, like, where so, Amelia had to be, like, um, basically, stop okay. talking about Mutt. Like, he's not important. Because, like, he does feel very important at the time. He does. And, and he, he was very important Yeah, and he Lexus's is, journey, but, like, but... he's not, he's not a forward part of this no. show. So, you kind of have mm-hmm. to just be, like, okay, I'm right. over. You have to get over it, sort of. Because you want. Yeah. It feels like a yeah. loose thread that you kind of want to keep pulling at. So. Well, I mean, I, 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 knowing that I am, like. No, well, knowing that that I yeah. that I am like if that's if if that's his mm-hmm. his arc and that's yeah. where he goes, like he served his purpose. He's not a main like he's got. I'm sure he's got his own like like story that hasn't gotten picked up by CBC. Yeah. So, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's it's not here, and that's fine. Um, yeah, it's not like he was like a favorite character of mine. It was just it, it makes me feel yeah. better knowing that he's just really just yeah. a plot device as opposed to like more of a fully fleshed out character. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then him just being like, all right, well, that I did my part. Going to go yeah. fucking just walk yeah. into the yep, woods and never be seen happens. again. And, like, I that's, mean, he says that the reason that he came that's back is fine. he's about to have a right. new brother. Which is so funny. He's like, well, you know, I'm going to have a brother. And then it's like, does he beat the brother? Do we just is it is it? You well, is it just like, or even yeah? Well, I think there's a lot in this <laughs> show in general that is like, quote unquote, like off camera, like that we're not seeing. Yeah. So, yeah. like, maybe you're supposed to assume, right. yeah, and then eventually he meets his brother and whatever. But he's just like, and then wanders, wanders off into the, the woods. <laughs> yeah, or who knows? Maybe he lives in town. Right, he very possibly could like still important. live in his barn, but like. Alexis is no longer just a part of 
Yeah, so Seeing it just isn't important. And so. Part of his life. Yeah, so we just really don't know. Um, so then we get to singles week, and Moira is supposed to be, like, kicking it off and seeing this whole thing, even though she's done very little, and you can tell Alexis is kind of resentful about that fact. Um, but when she, when Moira goes to pick something up from Jocelyn for the kickoff event, um, Jocelyn goes into labor. So uh, Moira ends up going with Jocelyn to the hospital and waiting there until Roland shows up. Um, okay. The important part to me is that Moira yeah, stays. She stays until um, Roland gets there. Yeah. She goes with her. And that even when Roland gets there and is like, you know, you're dismissed, you can go. Um, she does give kind of a wistful look yeah. back at them before running off to go help Alexis. Um, so it, you can tell that she sort of feels torn between. But there's mm-hmm. this like beautiful so moment between bit. Jocelyn and Moira um, where mm-hmm. Moira's just like basically continually talking about like, how is Alexis going to run this event? Like I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be there kind of thing. And Jocelyn's just like, mm-hmm. you know, your daughter has grown so much in the last two years. And like, mm-hmm. she's got mm-hmm. this. And, like, at some point, we just need to, like, trust our kids. Yeah, she says this really beautiful thing about how, like, she's a much harder worker and, um, like, yeah. makes good decisions and stuff than you think. Like, she's, yeah. She's more than, she can do more than most people yes. give her credit for. Um, and what I really love about that is Moira says, like, that's a, that's, like, one of the most wonderful things you can hear as a mother. To hear that her kid is, is pretty great is really sweet in the fact that she cares and values Jocelyn's opinion on that um so when she does show up at the singles event Alexis has Mm -hmm. taken over and has changed it up because the activity they were going to do um Moira had the stuff for um and she changes it and makes it different and um it has become a really successful event it seems when Mm -hmm. Moira shows up and um, it's sort of a speed dating musical, yeah, musical, musical chairs, chairs yeah. hybrid. It's cute though. Um, and when Moira gets there, she's like, um, you know, like clearly you you did well, um, but I've got it from here, and you think, oh shit, Moira's gonna take over, um, but instead it's like you can't play the game if you're yeah. doing this. If you're but right this. when she first gets so there, she... my favorite thing that I kind of like wrote down about this is yeah. that she says, I'm sorry for underestimating you, which is like a big thing yeah. for her to like, not only internally feel, but yeah. to actually say out loud to her daughter. Like, yeah. Right. So I will leave that there. There's another moment um, there, but yes, we have to go back okay. and talk about David before we get there. So, yeah, um, because we are only, like, I don't know, partway through the season and we have so much to talk about with David, um, we are going to make this a two-parter. So, um, Oh, shit, we got a two-parter. Come back. Fucking cliffhanger, bitch! I know, right? Um, Come back next week and hear about um, David's whole story of season four and how the season ends. And, yeah, that's... That's it. Cliffhanger. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> but you know what's never a cliffhanger? Uh, I didn't make a theme song for it, but this is a million stuff. What the fuck is this? Because 
you're getting technically two of them because we split the episode and yep. it would be weird if we were just like, we're just going to end it and you don't get a second WTF because <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> so this is the, if you don't know, this is the part of the episode where I find something ridiculous, awesome, wild on the internet um, and I show it to these lovely folks without any... Um, any real description of what it is and then they're going to tell you what it is i will say this um the person is loud so uh headphone users beware or at least be aware um you may want to be prepared all right sounds good sound on folks though okay oh my god people are so stupid This just, like, this is exactly how I feel about most people. Like, nobody reads. Why do people sell the box? Because they know people would be stupid. Because they know that people are so dumb? Yes. So, well, hold on. Before y'all continue to comment okay, okay, on it, okay. we have to tell the audience what you yeah. witnessed. Okay, so <laughs> it was a, like, guy reading a eBay, like, he's showing an eBay his eBay screen, and he's looking at bids of people continuing to bid up on a on PlayStation 5, but it's clearly said in the title that it is just the box. It is not a PlayStation. It is the box for PlayStation. Yep. yep. I would say, like, because he shows two different ones. Yeah. The second one says box only. and like That one's a little... I agree. That one was Um, a little more clear than the first one. Right. The first one says, like, original packaging only. And it was like, what? I don't... Yeah, I could kind of see how that one would be a little vague. Yeah. Um, But I... I would be curious as to what the description of that one said. But yeah, $700. It was going for $700. 44 people. And that's basically what the dude in the video is saying. He's like, oh my god, why are there 44 people bidding on this? They're stupid. And I I agree. They are stupid. So um, like, my whole question reads. is like, so does it just go through then? And then someone gets a box in the mail yep. and I, is yep. absolutely I, livid? Oh, I'm sure. I think generally but i do believe that because like i don't know if y'all remember this being a thing or being reported but like around the time the original nintendo wii was being sold a lot of people were like scamming for christmas but they would just like they would get a hold of the original packaging uh-huh. and then just put a brick in it oh uh-huh. and then oh. sell it and so people would open it up on christmas morning and oh. it would literally be a nintendo wii oh, box God. with a brick in it okay but i feel like I, that's misleading whereas this is not misleading if you read the description like i feel like if i was ebay and you made a complaint and said all i got was the box i'd be like well that's what it said it said it was only the box so the person yeah, that sold saying, the box is just like at past. home laughing counting their money yeah and then the idiot who accidentally paid a lot of money for a box is just yep. totally effed yep or oh they're gonna sell god. they're gonna sell the box with a brick in it for twice that much. Oh my god. What's with the again, brick? Why is there a brick? So that it feels like there's something in there when you So yeah, it, it feels like it's susta- uh, substantial weight. Yeah, like when it. you get it in the mail, you're like, like, Oh, there's a there's a thing in here. 
Mm, it's heavy. Oh uh, there was a, a uh, why do I still feel bad yeah. for the dumb people, you guys? Because I, I do feel bad. There was a them, but... yeah, I do too. There was a, a thing that I, I decidedly uh, didn't show here because I was like, I'm not going to make fun of this person for getting be- beaten up, even though they're asking for it. But somebody um, went uh, and showed a picture of their garage that was, it, I mean, I'm talking like literally 20 of each uh, of each console like the the new xbox series x and the playstation 5 and this like basically was like taunting people for not being able to get one in time and just being like if That's you want really this stupid. one it's, yeah it's 1100 and if you want this one it's 1200 which is like like more than double the price of mm-hmm. what you can get them in stores right. and then somebody apparently got the data from the photo and was able to triangulate where this person lived and like beat him up and robbed him allegedly. But it's like, you know, people will find any way to take advantage of people. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to do this one because it was such a callback to one of the original WTFs that I did like way at the beginning of the year. And so like, I was like, this one I feel like is a great bookend (laughs) (laughs) towards the end of the year. Nice. That's right. I was building up to this moment and y'all didn't fucking know for an entire <laughs> year. Lies. <laughs> How do you know? Because you don't know. PlayStation 5 just came out. Yeah, but this is the perfect opportunity. <laughs> and I also knew it was coming. I think but yeah, he would say no. that he's known it was coming this whole time. Yeah. Which is um, true. No, I mean, yeah, I do feel bad for people for believing this, but I don't feel that badly because... Like it says, you box should read only. the one that said like, box only. I get that one. I get the other one. I feel like I could be confused by. Right, but again, I would want to read the whole thing. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're gonna spend a bunch of money on eBay, read the whole description. Like, yeah. read the whole mm-hmm. posting. And if you don't yep. do that, no. and you buy something stupid, that's it on is kind of on you. Yeah, and not to drag this out too long, but I know that uh, Steph and I were talking about this off air, like a couple, maybe like weeks ago or so but um i was talking with a couple of friends and i was showing that we were talking about the xbox series x and i was like steph come over here and i showed her two pictures of the same game for the one of them was for the xbox one uh the xbox one x and one was for like the xbox series x and they like they look incredibly similar Mm -hmm. and i was like you know like with sony it's like playstation one playstation two playstation portable playstation three playstation 4 playstation 5 it's a number Mm -hmm. it just goes up Mm -hmm. but with microsoft for whatever reason they've like bucked the trend and so they they their last or current gen i guess console is called like the xbox one but they both had all the same words on them in just different order and yes and i was like the, the new one is called the xbox series x and so it's like you're gonna get a bunch of like parents that don't know anything about video games who are their kids are begging for an xbox series x which is the new console uh-huh. and they're gonna see like a similar like like collection of words and go oh this is super cheap i'm getting this mm-hmm. this is what my kid wants mm-hmm. and then they're gonna have a bunch of disappointed kids mm-hmm. come christmas time and it's like you gotta you gotta do something like I, yeah. I understand you wanna be like clever and cute with the name of your console so that it quote unquote stands out, but like no. you can't make your your last gen console and your current gen console indistinguishable to the 
to the lay person, I'll say for lack of better right. words. Because like if I was like, hey, Amelia, I want an Xbox Series X for Christmas, like you I know you might look heavily into it to make sure it's right but if I were to say that to like my dad or something like that he would be like uh what yeah and then I'd have to like make sure that I like gave him a picture of exactly what it was so that he didn't wander into a GameStop and get taken advantage of by like somebody who just wanted to make a sale you know because that shit happens right anyway this is the longest description we've gotten (laughs) off of the WTF and I love it well, I'm so glad you picked the heads. longest episode ever that we had to break into two parts because it was the longest episode ever. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, Steph, uh, thanks for being here. We'll talk to you on the next half I of the episode. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks, Steph, for being on, and we'll see you in a little bit. Um, you can find me at Shake Meets World. Mm-hmm. I am at a black sparrow and sherrickrobinson.com for all of your Sherrick Robinson needs. <laughs> of which I have many. Um, <laughs> um, I've been Amelia. I've been Sherrick. And if you're looking to buy a really cool looking fleece coat that's on the a website that has a bunch of weird letters, don't expect it to arrive by Christmas because you're probably going to be real sad. Ugh, fucking scams. Bye! Bye! <laughs>